100% moving all of this because Is that our safe one now? <laughs> cutting, cutting. Obviously cutting you have to cut that, obviously. Oh. We are better people than this and I am not doing this. Okay. I'm the better one. <laughs> I'm the one who's in abject horror. I'm good now, okay. You know, for one reason or another, things just don't make it into the episode. And that's where I came up with the cutting room floor. In this episode, Chad, Stewart, PJ, and I discuss what selfish requests we'd make in back in high school if we could change one thing. We also discuss who we'd be if we were all part of our own little circle, our four corners. Who are we? The north, south. Who do you think I was? You know, it, the results will shock you. Like honestly, it's it's pretty fucking obvious. <laughs> Take a listen. I'll be back at the end. Thank you all for coming out today on our Zoom adventure. I appreciate all of you being here for this. Um, we have Rocky Horror next week, and I know that none of you are in that. Nope. <laughs> Fun fact, I don't like that movie. Oh, I love that movie, but there's so many other people that want to be your guests that I'm stepping back because I have my priorities this month. Yeah, oh, and I wonder which one that is. PJ, what is the movie you want the most? Um, you mean the movie that I suggested we do a podcast of? I because love the fact that you continuously is, think that you're the reason this po- that movie was happening. It wasn't on, on the list, list. and movie? then I asked for it, and now it's on the list. Which movie? Pocus Pocus. Oh, there my God. Go. Thackeray. Thackeray Bangs. Thackeray? That was my true sexual awakening. Oh, is wanting to be in love with a ghost. glorious morning. Makes, Makes me, me sick. <laughs> I do love, I honestly, this is my favorite. October is one of my favorite months because I get to watch all the shit I would never watch during the rest of the year, like ghost adventures and all these scary stories and horror movies and campy horror movies and all that bullshit. Cause I would never watch those at any other point. Like when I was sitting at my desk, my podcast or my videos never were. watch oh. any of those the rest of the year. Me either. either. <laughs> so weird. I didn't watch so Scream strange. on Christmas last year. Didn't watch that. <laughs> uh, what I will say, though, uh, as uh, something like the movie I'm working on right now involves um, magic and um, the occult. Let's just put it that way. And there's a lot of things where when we're doing research and stuff and it's not so much like there's no like spells that I um, have to write down or, you know, find or anything online. But definitely we have to be cautious when we're looking things up. Because, you know, if we put a sigil somewhere, you don't want it to be a a perfect real sigil because you don't want kids watching this movie and trying yeah. to invoke spirits of some kind. Yeah. You know, we don't need to like bring on the end of the world accidentally. Well, I mean, if you can just put a banishing spell somewhere really close so the kids can understand, be like, oh, this is a happy fun time spell and just have a banishing spell. So like just a lot of kids go missing. That'd be great. <laughs> All the children disappear and Stephen doesn't have to deal with them anymore. The Pied Pipers like, comes through town. It becomes a whole thing where it's like, this Netflix show just aired and all of a sudden a bunch of children. What is the connection? Like, <laughs> this is a preview for the Hocus Pocus episode coming out on Halloween. <laughs> yeah. Oh my! Okay, so you know how when we play D&D, you should never have more than four people? There is six people for that podcast, and that is going to be a fucking shit show, so I cannot wait to see what happens. I'm not even going to say words. <laughs> I'm just going to have to like moderate that one. That's going to be We're fun. We're just going to be movie quoting the entire time. Yep. And then we We're have Death Becomes the Her. Yep. We We're going to read. I honestly can. Redo Death Becomes Her uh, the following week. And then we have Focus Focus last. So that would be a lot. Chad, do you feel bad that our Death Becomes Her the first time was so terrible that Stefan has deleted it and making us do it over again and involving somebody else? Does that make you feel sad inside? You know what? If I happen to bring you up as a collective group, then, I mean, is it really a bad thing? 
I just the thing is, is I was there, Stuart. I remember. (laughs) I know, Chad, you left halfway through. I was making a really good point, and you were like, That was only the halfway mark. That was your halfway through your TED talk. Oh my God. Oh, here's a fun question. If we, if each one of us was part of the same circle, the same coven, what, what would your uh, sign be? Would you be North? Earth, wind, North? Okay, I can see you North. Fire. Fire, so who is who? I think fire was south. Uh, no, just like who would you? So there's um, north was, was earth. earth. Uh, air was Nancy and she was east. East and uh, Rochelle was south and she was fire. And then Rochelle was west and she was water. Yeah, I feel like I would either be. I'm fine with West. I'll go with West. Oh, I'm so I'm surprised. <laughs> I never would have guessed that Stefan would have wanted to have magical water powers. Whoa, the revelations that are dropping here today. But funny enough, whenever I think of myself- Tune in to Rebel Without a Closet to learn things about your friends you've always known. <laughs> but funny enough, when I ever think about having like some kind of elemental superpowers, I love the idea of having like- plant-based powers i love the idea of growing things oh my god i'm gonna grow you like a vegan powers (laughs) he's not gonna grow you a salad (laughs) (laughs) bitches look out i got some kale (laughs) (laughs) and i didn't massage it first okay you cut which one are you me yeah um i think i would be the butterfly in the jar who turned into light so you'd be air. You would be air for sure. Okay, so then we're good. We're good. Like, no one has to worry about it. Yeah, we have the four corners in this chat. So guys, when are we when are we meeting to call the four uh, corners? Which character am I? Who am I in this movie? Am I Nev Campbell? No, you're no, Michelle. You'd be uh, you're Nancy. Also, can I just talk about like my one my one issue with this movie is how Robin Tunney in that invocation scene literally sounds the most bored of all of them. Mother and Earth. <laughs> and I'm still just a little bit sad about the hair. Oh my God. The, the that last so scene bad. when the wind blows her hair back and you can see the wig, the <laughs> wig line, it's like this. I was like, why would they not try and just fake a wig, a good a hairline? Yeah. It was a U over her head with that glue. <laughs> I can see it. I'm looking at the scene and yeah, it's really it strangely is a shaped. fucking U over her. It's just like a McDonald's arch. Like, it's bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. And they chose to have the wind blow her hair. I was like, okay, okay. Uh, Put her in a fucking hat. (laughs) Give her some blossom hats. Seriously, blow the wind black out, blow your hat off, not your wig off. I just want someone to tell me I'm Nev Campbell and that you're Nev Campbell. Even when I become 37 years old, I'll look like someone who's in high school. Yes, you are absolutely Neff Campbell. And when you eventually turn 37 in, what, 17 years? 27 years. I just. Can we just talk about, like, how wonderful it was that she felt like a Canadian superstar first because of the legendary series Catwalk, which aired on YTV? (laughs) And seeing this movie was like, oh my God, is she Canadian? This bitch fucking made it. Oh my God. I would argue something with this. This movie actually did not have everybody look the same. Like this movie, everyone had different body uh, like sizes. Actually, Neff Campbell was the heaviest out of all of them. <laughs> They're all different. It's like Neff Campbell is a little bit thicker. I'm doing air quotes in this movie. Uh, bustier. 
and and Robin Tunney is very very thin, and so is the woman who plays Rochelle. The fact that you opened up this by describing Nev Campbell, who was like ninety mega day for movies, as the heavy one, I'm like, <laughs> this is ridiculous. Oh, I know. I'm not. I'm trying not to get like morally outraged. I'm like, he's the thick, curvy one. Calm down. No, 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 no. Five six. I wanted right, to. The re- maybe the reason you had a different experience with bullying is just that you were. The bully. <laughs> no, the no, no. Bully. My point is later on. My point with Nev Campbell is this: is that she's because if you watch her in Scream Three or any other movie after that, she is very, very, very skinny, and that was because of the bullying that she received from this movie, because she was a natural-looking girl. That is what my point was: is that in this movie she was normal, a normal body standard, and unfortunately, it did not last through her entire career because if you see her now. She is very, very small. So much so that her boobs are gone. Watch Scream 3. She has no bust. You're like, what happened? And she's like, I... There was some bra there to help her out, but yes. Yeah. It's it's just, it's it's actually sad to see all the actresses of this time. Like, either they're... Like, Sarah Michelle Gellar is a perfect example of that. She had abs in the beginning of Buffy, and now she's a frail twig. And you're like, you couldn't fight a demon. You can't even walk. (laughs) I, I, one question I have for everybody is at the beginning of the movie, the girls say, I drink of my sisters and I want blank. What kind of like pseudo selfish requests would you make in this situation? Like, what would you ask of this deity to give you? If you thought at, at the beginning, no ramifications, no, no, you know, no big bad. Like, what would you ask for now or when we were in high school? <laughs> well, let's say high school. Um, I would have asked for freedom in high school. Yeah? Yeah. It, freedom. Freedom. Just because, like, I grew up in a really small town as someone who saw themselves as the outsider and was treated as the outsider and was very aware that there was a world outside of that that was better. Mm-hmm. And so it would have been, I I drink of my sisters and pray for release. Mm-hmm. Not as death, but just from that space. Yeah. So, like, the, the feeling of the girls and their unhappiness in that situation, even though they're in LA, like I, I get it. It resonates. Mm-hmm. I would there- choose your wording more carefully. Cause if you say I drink of my sisters and I pray for release, it's like, Oh, <laughs> 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 oh, oh my thanks, God. I'm girls. so heteronormative. <laughs> <laughs> you just become straight. <laughs> oh my PJ, God. I'd be you? a fisherman with like a wife. I could, I would, that is such a bizarre Oh my God, God. come here, Mrs. I drank at a tit and I lost a finger blast. (laughs) (laughs) So disgusting. I love it. But like, that's Uh, how it's done, right? Like, that's how babies are made. I guess. 100%. I've never never really found out. And honestly, I'm just going to keep it that way. Some stork gets drunk. All had anatomy class for sex ed, you know. You actually, you know what? In in high school, funny enough, in high school, uh, if you were in the applied science, which I was supposed to be in the academic, they showed you the miracle of life, and you watched the whole video. In applied sciences, you made a a lemon and a potato have electricity. It's like, oh, cool. I guess. What? Wouldn't wouldn't the people in the applied sciences require the miracle of life a little bit more? No, I also didn't get sex ed in, in Ontario. So that was all. And connecting to this, to the movie, there's actually like one of the scenes with the visual effects that sort of made me giggle. So like the moment where she's in the house and like Nancy's clearly fucking with her hardcore. And there's the scene where the shadow 
of the wrought iron window frame and it's yeah. supposed to all be turning to snakes as they're swirling away but they totally look like little sperms wiggling around on the floor <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh oh this is just a normal day of the black eagle i was like oh my god it turned from window dressing to lunch <laughs> <laughs> ew no. disgusting. <laughs> no, ew, no. Uh, <laughs> gee what do you want from your yeah. sisters <laughs> yeah PJ, your sisters give you an option. So in high school, especially, I would have been like, I drink of my sisters and ask that I have the power to change things around me. But I think I physically wanted superpowers or like witch powers or, you know, like any of the glamour, any of the little things that they could do, like uh, any, basically I want to be badass Willow. Yeah. But Willow would didn't I get think good I until still season want six. Not if I'm being perfectly <laughs> honest, but yeah. definitely it would have been the power to change things around me and the power to make those around me more accepting or understanding. Because again, same with Chad. I grew up in a tiny ass town where John Deere was the biggest brand name, and everyone was very close minded about a lot of things. Sure. So the ability just to enlighten them, be like little little finger wiggle zap, um, not not finger wiggle in like a creepy way, um, <laughs> in Chad's uh, way, creating babies. <laughs> well, I was like a little a little finger wiggle, like it could be misinterpreted <laughs> from underneath. Like, like <laughs> one of the really sad things is that if you had genuinely asked me this question when I was in like high school, like I probably been like, I drink of my sisters and pray for dial up internet that I don't have to disconnect when my mom wants to phone. <laughs> <laughs> well, things have changed. Okay, Stu, what about you? Uh, I don't know. I, I think I would say I drink of my sisters and look for understanding and ability to change the things around me. Because honestly, like I, I was a very quiet, shy kid. I barely spoke. Um, and I wonder if so many things to say now. I know it's just years of pent up words. Um, but I also think too, like I had a very not happy teenage life. Um, my dad was sick and has, a, um, so I think that that plays into it of being able to kind of rise above those things to change those things in my life and be whatever happy I thought at the time happiness would be. But also, like, to PJ's point, I also just wanted superpowers. <laughs> I also just wanted to be Willow. I wanted to be yeah. Willow, but also I really wanted to be Piper from Charmed. Like, oh, I, I, yeah. I wanted to freeze things. I wanted to be Prue. I wanted to move things more than I freeze time. I wanted to freeze time. And because it was, it was so cool. Like, just get out of every situation. Freeze, leave. I have a statement, but I'm going to say it after my my what is it, because I think you'll both get really angry with me. Um, okay, so I think, tell, tell us your I drink of my sisters. Yeah. So for me, I think it'd be like, I drink of my sisters. And this is where I honestly think at some points that Stuart and I are the same person, because in my mind, and I ask for understanding, but not for like, for me, the understanding is more or less like what is going on? Because I... I grew up in a household that did not speak of sexuality, didn't speak of anything that was more than just your, your classic ABC. Like it wasn't, we didn't have, my mother and I didn't have the openness to, to discuss things that clearly would have been very helpful to me as a teenager. And I obviously don't regret it and I don't, you know, I'm not upset about it, but if I knew then what I know now, 
my high school experience or even just my adolescent experience would have been so vastly different because I, I would understand what I am, that I'm okay, that there's nothing wrong with me, that I, I can, you know, I'll find people like me and I would have been fine. And I would have been able to go through high school going, okay. So if someone tried to bully me, I'd be like, okay, cool. And leave, not take things to heart, not have any breakdowns because I wouldn't, I would understand what's going on and how I can deal with it in my own way. Um, this is what the cat. <laughs> I am dying. For, for the folks at home, PJ's completely left us and is currently taking high fashion art photos of her cat <laughs> mid-podcast. She's <laughs> like, Stefan, that's a very important point you're taking. However, look at this ear twitch. Look at those eyes. She's giving face. My familiar needs me. Suckle, suckle. But she's, <laughs> she's posing. She never poses. So I had to but look at she looks. Yeah, but we'll put that on the Instagram so uh, everyone knows. <laughs> We're trying to change the ending of our own story. <laughs> okay, so that was our cutting room four for this week. My thanks as always go out to PJ, Stuart, and Chad for joining me on said adventure. If you like this episode, amazing. If not, I'm sorry. Insert Nancy. <laughs> You're sorry? <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> it's, it's, I'm not going to lie, everyone. It's 5 a.m. I recorded this just before I went into my 10-hour shift. And you can reach me, S-J-M-A-R-O-N-I, that's S-J Maroney, on Instagram. And for more content and information, you can find R-W, you can find Rebel Without a Closet at R-W-A-C-P-O-D, also on Instagram. This Saturday, we continue our full fantasy realness with the Rocky Horror Picture Show and our very special guest, Allison Chains. It's amazing. It's a great episode. Super fun. Very interesting. So I'll talk to you then. Mm-hmm.